Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. This is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. (laughs) As you well know, Schwarzenegger is the icon of the action genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies, and what do we do? We break them all the way down. Hey, John. Hey, buddy. Welcome back. <laughs> we are back. Uh, I am thrilled to be here. That makes one of us. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> no, I'm just really, it's, it's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> uh, we're back for the third episode in our breakdown of 1994's True Lies. Yes. This movie is the shit. This movie, in the parlance of our times, it fucks. <laughs> fucks so hard. Um, yeah, we so yeah episode three. We're we're up to like around about an hour into the movie. Yeah, thereabouts. this is a and, lengthy movie for an and, action flick. And in our last episode, if if you're joining us for the first time, uh, we were going over a part of the movie where it went from like some some action spy thriller with some light comedy to like straight up comedy with the introduction <laughs> of Bill Paxton's character Simon. Oh, hell yeah! So I'll get you caught up. Uh, Gib driving Harry home for his birthday party. He notices they're being followed. Using the trick camera glasses that we saw in the first act, Harry lures two would-be assailants into a small bathroom, killing one and subduing the other. But then Aziz, the big bad, bad busts in and kills the captured goon and tries to kill Harry, but he flees. Um, Harry, Gib, and company are unable to catch him, but then Harry arrives home several hours late, and Helen's obviously disappointed because he missed his birthday. To make amends, Harry stops by her office the next day to take her out to lunch, but he overhears her on the phone with a man named Simon, who he assumes is her lover. Word. He starts to have her surveilled with millions of dollars of government (laughs) equipment and manpower and discovers that Simon who pretends to be a secret agent with Helen, is actually a used car salesman and uses the secret agent act to bed, board, housewives like Helen. You gotta admire Simon's hustle. What a vivid imagination. (laughs) He uh, He has found a system that works for him. He's got them lining up. He's got them lining up, and not just the skanks either. Well, well, some are. (laughs) So that's all happening, and... It almost as an afterthought, there's a terrorist plot oh, yeah, involving stolen nuclear weapons. There are nukes and... on U.S. soil, <laughs> but whatever. Fucking crazy shit. It is bonkers. Um, so You want to get back in the story? Yeah, back to the action. Uh, so after the test drive with Simon in that sweet Corvette, Harry and Gibb are driving, and Harry is looking over Helen's phone logs for the day, which mm-hmm. is just, that's like checking your partner's texts, right? Yeah. The equivalent of, like, checking out someone's Facebook I messenger mean, it, or something. It, it is, but at what point... So if you... Let's talk about it. Okay. I've been in a situation 
Uh, yeah, well, I in have my too, lifetime. But we're on different, when s- someone's, different sides. When someone's being unfaithful to you, are you justified? Is it justified in doing that if you're right? You know? Like, I've been in a situation where I suspected something was going on, and it made me more curious about right. things that then showed that I, my, because I was being gaslighted. Right. Basically. Right. So I'm like, am I, maybe I am fucking crazy. And then I'm like, wait a second. Look at these fucking messages back and forth between this woman and, and the other person. Right. I am not crazy. So I'm fucking right. And I felt like, well, fuck you. You're the one who's lying. Right. Not, not me. Except by like a, like a happy accident. Yeah. In a situation that I was in, I would never like, I only did it because we both had each other's phone codes and we checked each other's phones for shit all the time. I was like, unlock it and find the picture of the thing that whatever, or uh, unlock it and see what my mom just said. We both did that all the time. And then I did it because I wanted to see like, had she received the message that I sent saying like, Hey, drive home, whatever. Anyway, things spilled over. It was was like, Oh my God, what? Uh, So, it's it's an interesting question because it's like otherwise, like how long would a lie have been like perpetuated? Right, and it turns into a thing of well, you were spying on me, so therefore it makes the thing that I was doing before you were spying on me okay. Mm, not really. Still not okay. Still yeah. not okay. Yeah. So I think that that's the answer. Have we to answered that question. our own question. I think we did. It's okay if you're right. Anyway, <laughs> Harry's looking at Helen's phone logs, and he notices a page is missing and flips the shit up. Give me the goddamn page! <laughs> That's right, Gib is like, what? It's gotta be a typo. <laughs> I love it. Give me the goddamn page! And smashes the window with his bare hand. Awesome. It is the and, shit. And Gib's reaction is great, because he just sort of slowly looks over at the broken window, and he produces the page and from his pocket. Him the, gives him the page, which shows that Helen and Simon are planning a meeting that night. Oh, shit. Harry starts driving to the meet location and calls for backup there. Gib points out uh, something <laughs> that Harry is he's being awfully cavalier with Omega resources for non-terrorist-related activity, and also breaking the law, which is absolutely true. He, uh, he tells them... So your life's in the crapper. So your wife's banging a used car salesman. <laughs> it's humiliating, I know, but god damn it, take it like a man. <laughs> Meanwhile, I love that shit. Oh, uh, he's fantastic. Oh, wait. And then Harry's like, you know, if you rat on, if you tell on me, I tell on you. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, what about the time you blew a six months operation because you were busy getting a blowjob? And then oh, Harry's yeah. like, okay, well, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Helen meets with Simon and rides off with him. I love that she's wearing like her best secret agent outfit with that like Carmen Sandiego trench coat. <laughs> she was missing the the, huge the hat, hat. <laughs> the giant hat. An Omega surveillance team sees them and radios to Harry. All right. Yeah. Um, we see Simon tell Helen, "Keep your head down," and forces her head into his lap. It's right. Creepy face, <laughs> creepy fucker. Ground, yeah, ground and air surveillance are yeah. telling Harry her head's in the guy's lap in the freaking air Helen. surveillance. Yeah, they it's had a helicopter. Air, no, tap- it's like, God, he's like calling the helicopter. That's right. I feel like tapping the phones and all that stuff is not like right. a huge cost for the agency. But when you're flying helicopters and bringing scores of other agents and spies to, right. to surveil her, then I feel like there's like got to be paperwork and forms and fucking oh, yeah. warrants. Yeah, and absolutely. Stuff. I yeah. love that apparently it's James Cameron's voice from yeah. the chopper saying, um, oh, yeah. She's got her head in the guy's lap, all right. Yahoo. <laughs> I thought that the helicopter was flying so low. Like it would they be, would have known. It would be deafening yeah. inside that Corvette. I like Gib. Maybe she's sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon takes her to a trailer park. 
um, which is derriger right now. If you own a tiny home, that's a big deal. <laughs> like, yeah. But if you own a trailer, you're trash. If you're living amongst other people in trailers, and it's someone lame. Who's if lived you're living in a trailer, out, if you're living in Yosemite, you. <laughs> if you're living in like gorgeous mountain setting, it's cool. If you're living amongst in, other is trailers, it's a weapon three that uh, rigs and what's her face live in a trailer uh, like right on the beach. He had a trailer on the beach in one and two. But then like once they get together, it's yeah. Like, it's yeah, like or even in, life. no in four, and she's Renee pregnant. Russo, right? Renee Russo, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's pregnant, and they're still living in that. I love it. Trailer on the beach. Man, if, if you're happy, and you got room. Who fucking cares? Oh yeah. There's there's. Does a, he own? You can't own that property though. I don't feel like there was no, no probably, other trailers he probably there. Probably just pays rent just on the property. It? Yeah, he pays rent. Okay, that's what we think. So over wine, which you know is some like grocery store bottom shelf that cost three dollars and well i'm not gonna knock two buck chuck this was even cheaper probably it was not the color of red or white it it's, was like a no, fruit wine or it, something. yeah it's definitely you know that that is sweet and that you're getting a hangover from it that's all you know <laughs> so yeah over wine i love that he calls the trailer a safe house yeah oh, he's like the oh he says uh the the penthouse in New York is too hot right now. So <laughs> that's his game. He's got his he, game yeah. down to a science. Over wine, this terrible fruit wine. Simon tells Helen he wants her to pose as his wife for a mission to Paris. The mm. fucking clunk of plastic wine glasses. <laughs> I die. I'm like laughing so hard every time I see it. She balks at the idea, but he gives a great sales pitch and tops off her wine. He's got those like yeah. He's got the dummy like fake tickets to Paris on the counter hidden underneath something, and she sees them. And his it's like skeezy face when he has his back turned to her is just is brilliant. <laughs> um, outside, I, know, I know exactly the face yeah. you mean. <laughs> outside, Harry and a team are gearing up for a full blown raid. Yeah, and they're going in heavy. They're going in hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Helen agrees. She's like, you know what? Fine, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Helen agrees to go with Simon on his fake mission to Paris, and he takes off her glasses and tells her that they must be able to appear intimate with each other in order to pass as a married couple. That's right. And then things take us like a turn for the ski. He, well, goes, I mean, sorry, he, makes, his, he makes his big move, right? Yeah. Um, she flinches when he touches her leg. She's nervous, but he persists. That well, Simon uses it to prove a point. He's like, right. see, see? We if, they, to- if the enemy sees you, React like that, our cover will be below. Yeah, he like starts to kiss her, and she's like trying kind of to get into it, but she's not okay with it, and like pushes him away and says she can't do it. It's super duper awkward, if, as it should be. If not for me, do it for your country. <laughs> do it for your country. That Paxton. face. He's begging Paxton. for it. <laughs> I love that the lights go out, so the power to the trailer has been cut. Yeah. <laughs> Helicopter noises, loud as fuck, that we should have been hearing this whole time. And uh, the end of the trailer is just cut right, right off. Right. Just like a loaf of bread. And Simon, like in a panic, falls. Falls down on top of Helen between her legs. Yeah, it had a bad, it was a bad look. Harry <laughs> enters, and I love the, like, Arnold eyes underneath that Through balaclava. Through the ski mask yes, or whatever? it's yeah. amazing. His like, eyes are hysterical. Uh, the optics were not good in that moment. <laughs> Literally. They take Simon and Helen into custody. Helen kicks Gib in the junk. Yeah. And runs for it, but Harry, like, catches her. She bites his arm. Another guy hits her over the head with a gun. Yeah. And Harry, like, punches the shit out of that guy. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, it's a, this I scene is it. so fucking great. Um, Simon is screaming. He's like, take her, take her, don't hurt me. <laughs> so my, my question is, like, none of the other agents besides Gib are in on this, right? Mm-mm. They think that they're actually doing something that's, like, worthy yeah. of the time and expenditure. I guess they were told. They think it's a raid, legit op- We're going to raid this trailer and take the two people. Right. Whisk them into off to the black site or whatever. Right. 
So they toss Simon and Helen into a van and drive off. Yeah, take her, take her. Oh, God, don't hurt me. <laughs> Cut to Helen. I thought, what, no neighbors are coming out from the other trailers? No, like, this happens all the time. <laughs> there's regular SWAT they're, team they're raids. Like pulling the blinds on going, oh, oh, it's Simon's trailer. <laughs> uh, cut to Helen in an incredible, like, concrete block of an interrogation room. Um, the trailer, I remember the trailer for this movie, most of it centered around this, this right, scene. right. Them in, like, the interrogation room. Yeah, and like, she's in describing Harry. Yeah. Um, concrete on three sides, a giant two-way mirror on the fourth, coffered ceilings, and a metal stool in the center of the room. Harry and Gibb are, are, in, are grilling her from the adjoining room with voices disguised. Right. But I was thinking, like, Gibb is really enjoying it. Right. It's like... Because he knows it makes Harry feel uncomfortable. He's... He is... He's thriving Plus, I think on he, Harry I, being brought down a peg. But I like, also think that he is enjoying, uh, there's an element of him just like enjoying a woman having been caught. And he's he's like, he probably oh, feels like. Does he have some leftover he, bitterness? He probably feels like he's helping Harry. And he's like, I'm doing this for you, buddy. <laughs> it's like, it's simultaneously helpful and not helpful. <laughs> if we think about this, Harry is 100% going to get fired for what's going on right yeah. now. Yeah. Unless unless it somehow turns into him saving the world. Right. Thank, <laughs> thank God it does. Kind of. But like having some surveillance follow the car, like maybe that could be hidden uh-huh. or hack or, or tracing her phone and whatever, using resources like that. But you've had a strike team and a helicopter, a helicopter and a dozen tactical men like out in the Lay open. house, out take the some open. civilians who haven't done anything wrong into custody, and now you're using the big interrogation room. And I, this can't be hidden. Spencer Trilby is not gonna think this is a good thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fucking nuts, dude. Um, Harry and Gibb griller with disguised voices from an adjoining room. Sit down. Uh huh. Um, they run a game where they pretend that Simon's actually an international terrorist and that she must be part of the faction. Carlos the Jackal. Is an outstanding moniker. Yeah, that's well. Great. I mean, there's been other other spy stories with a. There right. was like a famous assassin that was the Jackal, and then there was the Bruce Willis movie right. called The Jackal. Helen insists that she is not part of a faction with Carlos the Jackal, and she runs through how Simon recruited her. Um, Simon ambushed her at lunch one day. Yeah, we see like a flashback and gave her a briefcase to hold for him. He, like, cased her out for a second. He's like, she's hot enough. <laughs> it's so creepy. He, he, so he walks around on a daily basis with that case, this fake spy case. Like, who can I Looking for the hot with? housewife of, of the day. Do the you hot think, housewife du jour. Do you think that now, given the way that online dating has blown up, that Simon would continue doing shit like this, or would he just be on Tinder or There's something There's probably like some that? site for spouses that want a little side action. Oh, that there there are. <laughs> like the Ashley Madison sites, were, right? That, they there were was like notorious. They were notorious like that. Like and oh, and they got hacked. They got, right? hacked and they got and their all, names. Yeah, leaked. exactly. Oh, that, exactly. What a money! What a money, cash cow that would have been for that hacker. Fuck, it's so, amazing. So apparently, she was like eating lunch one day, and he kind of like makes eyes at her and like decides this is the one, and like runs over real like earnest and and frantic and breath, it's like, like, it's like <laughs> gives her this briefcase and says, "Hold on to this for me." Right. And she opens it up and like there's money and a gun well, and shit inside. How, but how would he ever be planning to find her again? That's a great question. I had the same thought. Because this is pre cell phones. A lot of technology. Well, I mean they had cell phones, but like Just no, barely. not everyone had them. 
I the only way for me is if he then went Staked out, out. When at, went out, waited for him to, her to leave the restaurant and followed her back to her job. I think that's exactly what happened because then he, he would obviously called the job and I, I still it still you have my be, briefcase. It still would be hard for because he doesn't know her name. No, so it'd still be a little hard for him to find her. I guaranteed he followed her around all the rest of that day. Weirdly. Yeah. Probably followed her home oh. to get her address so he could white page her. So his game is, to me, getting a little less admirable and a little yeah, more a just fucking straight up creepy. Right. Okay. So um, Harry asks why she went along with it, and she acknowledges she did it because it was exciting. Yeah. Um, Gib accuses her of cheating, which she denies. <laughs> he is not, the, is not the only time he accuses her of cheating. Either. Right. Well, he's like, he just really wants to hear hear her say that sex with Harry is not good. Right. He keeps being like, so sex with your husband's not, not waving your flag anymore. Right. He's like, it's not exactly blowing your skirt off anymore, is it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Harry asked her to tell them about her husband. She says he's a good man, and you can tell that she means it. Yeah. yeah. But hints that he's boring. Right. Um, she says that Simon wanted her to pose as his wife and that she agreed to do it. Harry presses her on why, and yeah. she says she needed something to make her feel alive, and that she enjoyed feeling needed and trusted and special. True. Which, yeah. get it. There was, dude, a lot about this scene, like, I was feeling what the, she was saying. Both of them. There was acting, like, the way that he's emoting, hearing it, and the way that she's, like, explaining it to that mirror is awesome. I can relate to, like, those feelings where you yeah. feel like, what Absol- the fuck same. is my life? Same. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, she says that her life isn't what she'd hoped for, and she wanted to do something crazy and reckless, and that it it felt really good. When's the last time you did something reckless? Well, I mean, right now, if you like go into the grocery store, it's <laughs> reckless. When, like we're in the you know, middle of this pandemic still, and so, but I mean, truly like reckless, I I don't know. Yeah, you haven't had like a, a good fling or anything like that in a while. No. I've been good for you. Been busy. You had your fill. I've yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, I've been a good boy. It lately. does. Sometimes it is. I I relate to something that's making some bad decisions can sometimes help you make feel a little bit more alive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I I just was vibing on what she was saying, and yeah, I, I think Harry was also recognizing maybe for the first time. Well, I mean, because that, he, he spends his life feeling alive and like excited yeah, and on the edge and, of you know, danger all the time. And she says, there's so much I've wanted to do with this life, and it's like I haven't done any of it. And I the sand's like, running out of the hourglass. And that is something mm-hmm. that I identify with, like, on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, just the grind, the rat yeah. race. And it's like, what? The, what is this for? I feel like in this moment, Harry was recognizing that, like, holy shit, like, my wife doesn't feel like her life with me is fulfilling. Right. And he... Feel, felt bad about it. Yeah, in that he moment. hasn't done anything to fix it. I think he's, he's been like, so oh, busy shit. with his own shit that he's like, yeah. just that's under or over his radar. When she's saying all that, I I personally feel seen. It hits <laughs> it, it hits home. So yeah, she yeah. denies having slept with Simon. Yeah, and uh, basically the exchange goes: This Simon, did you sleep? Harry asks, did you sleep with this guy? She says no. Instantly, with perfect comedic timing, Gibb is like, she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> he really wanted. He really wanted for Harry to have been cuckolded. I know. <laughs> and then she goes fucking ballistic. Yeah. She takes the stool and, like, starts to break out the mirrored glass <laughs> and gives, like, she could be telling the truth. She might be telling the truth. Uh, <laughs> Wait, now, how much did that mirror cost? That's what I'm saying. I think they need better glass. If this, like, 120-pound woman can take a stool and, like, break the shit out of it, I'm just thinking they need it, better glass. Harry gets fired for the 
for them having to replace that mirror alone. That's a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Don't you think? They get that paid for quick. Replace. They have a spare down the hall. <laughs> Bring in the spare mirror. And wait, they, that. Hold on. That mirror was bigger than any door in that room. It was a full wall. How did that mirror get in that space? They couldn't replace it. You couldn't get a piece of glass into that space. Not the piece of glass that size, unless it was sections. It had to have been sectioned. I think a one long panel like that. Uh, well, I think the set was one big piece. Right. But in reality, unless they built that building around the mirror. That was the first room they built yeah, at Omega. It, it could have been. Do you think they're at the Omega? They're not at the Omega headquarters. There's some other yeah, facility. Yeah, like a, black, a black site. Yeah, yeah. As she's busting, as she's swinging and busting that glass up, uh, Harry or no, Gib maybe is telling her to calm down. Uh-huh. Never tell a woman to calm down. Never tell an angry woman to calm down. I've learned that lesson in my lifetime. I've never done it. <laughs> You're smart. You're a smart man. You're a smart man, John. You're a smart I man. I learned once. Never <laughs> tell a woman who's angry to calm down. Don't tell a woman to calm down ever. Period. <laughs> Doesn't matter if she's angry or not. Um, Harry asks if she still loves her husband, and she says she does now and always, which is awesome. She shines in that moment. In that shot, yeah. Jamie Lee is awesome in that shot. Um, that smile yeah. and the look on her face is fantastic. This is probably the scene that got her that Golden Globe nominate or the Golden Globe win. I think it was the striptease, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, Harry tells her that she must work for them or she'll be arrested and her life destroyed. So she's like, right. fine. I love she that. She agrees, and Harry tells her she'll be released and contacted later. Sidebar, there's nothing good or justifiable about anything that Harry's doing. We just want to clear that up. Well, he's yeah, he's <laughs> this using is the full like, resources of the Omega Sector to try to fix his marriage. Right. Uh, so she gets taken back to her car. Then we cut to masked men, Harry and Gibb, take a bag off of Simon's head. <laughs> and he's in, like, nothing but his underdrawers. They've taken him to the side of a dam. And this is awesome because he's, he's legitimately, will we think, like perched oh. up on on the press. There's no there. way to fake that like that. Well, back you in that would also day. think that there was no way to fake that house on a lake in Switzerland. But this was I, I will I will go out on a on a not on so a, thin on the side of a dam and say yeah this was for real. Yeah, they've taken him to a dam and they're uh, they're pretending that he's a terrorist named Carlos the Jackal. Yep, and appear prepared to kill him. Uh, they <laughs> they pull their masks off and right. Simon immediately recognizes Harry from the test drive. And offers him the Corvette gratis. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. Well, the deal was that he's like, you know, you guys don't have to kill me. I haven't seen your faces. And right. then they pull the mask right, off, right? Right, right, And then he's like, he closes his eyes. He's like, oh, oh God, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> then he completely humiliates himself, including pissing himself. And I'm just going to let you, like, run down the list of lines here uh, because it's amazing. I, he's. I'm not a terrorist. He's like, I have to lie to women to get laid, and I don't score much. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. It's, <laughs> what a spy pee himself up. Oh, God. He's like, what a spy pee himself up? That's I, a weird phrase. I'm not a spy. I'm nothing. I'm navalent. <laughs> his, some of his phrasing is weird. I like Navalent to pee himself up? It's fine. I don't it's, know. I it, dig it, it though. Yeah. Harry and Gib can't keep it together. I love that they, they tell him. They were him, disgusted by yeah. his display. They tell him to get lost and leave. Um, I love that he's just like, no, no, no you're going to kill him and turn my back. <laughs> they, like shooting at the him. ground. He's like, get lost, dipshit. They just get in the car and drive off. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, the next day over dinner, Helen is telling the story of her, quote, flat tire that made her so late. How late do you think she was? She's quick with a lie is all I know. She, um, you know. 
maybe she's she's been picked planning. up on that. Um, but like, she had to true. have been crazy late. There was a lot of shit that happened that night. Just hours and hours. Yeah, at, at probably at least two and a half hours. Yeah, it was pre. These are two, just three types hours. of stories that are easy in a pre-cell phone world. Right, exactly. I couldn't get a hold so of you. I'm sorry. Now. No, right yeah. yet now it wouldn't fly at all. So a phone call comes in, and it's Gib telling her via disguised voice to be at a hotel in an hour and to dress sexy. Harry was like, he knew what was going on, so he's at the table like smiling. He just seems very satisfied with this right. enormous waste of resources and taxpayer money. Yeah, as a taxpayer, I'm furious. <laughs> um, at Omega, we see a Frenchman, which is interesting because I wonder, is like, was this guy somehow maybe involved with the original movie or oh, something like shit. that? I should have looked that up. So That's he, a good call. A Frenchman is recording something. And Gibb is telling Harry that this is a bad idea. Right. Gibb says, he's like, I can't believe we're using the suite at the Marquee, which is we're supposed to be using for work uh-huh. only. And then Harry says, you think I can afford a suite on my salary? Which I would think he can. Uh, for a night. Do secret agents make shit money? I would think the shit that he's asked to do, he would be getting well compensated. Bank. I would think right? so. I would think so, too. Maybe he's just, the payment is the thrills. Maybe. That's bullshit. Maybe you don't get paid that There's much. There's no way he's not making a mint doing the shit he's a doing. A quarter million a year? Easy? At least. The the secrets that he knows. That's what I'm saying. Is like You, you have better to compensate, compensate your people. Because yeah, if your exactly. enemies find you, they can recruit you. So Helen shows up to the marquee in the frumpiest frumpalump dress you've ever seen. <laughs> you were not feeling that dress. I mean, it was well, I mean, a funereal... It's it's like all like weird... Lacy, not even lace, just like yeah. see-through mesh sleeves and right. stuff. Right, it was like, like a little black dress, but with all this extra stuff happening. Yeah, she on gets it. an envelope from the man at the desk. It's like a fiesta of ruffles and frills, and I'm just not into it. <laughs> and she calls the phone number on the envelope. Gib instructs her that uh, that she's supposed to be pretending to be a prostitute meeting a suspected arms dealer at the hotel. She's like super duper nervous that she is ex- going to be expected she's to gonna sleep, have to with, sleep this guy. with the guy. And uh, Gibb says, don't worry, he just likes to watch, which is, I'm not, I like, if I'm in her shoes, I'm not sure that's a lot better. Like, watch what? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I like to watch, but, um, but, I, but what are you, what is he watching? That yeah. leaves a lot on the table. Yeah, but she's also, she has to plant a bug that's in the envelope near the telephone in the room to yeah. complete the mission. Just yeah. near, anywhere near it'll be fine. It's like a video game level. Isn't it is, it? totally. It's, yeah. it's totally. Yeah, so she passes by a mirror in the hallway and realizes that she doesn't look enough like the stereotypical prostitute, and she sexes it, <laughs> sexies it up by ripping that dress to shreds, which, honestly, it's a big improvement. Oh, yeah. Then she rubs plant water in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking that water doesn't it smells smell bad. Doesn't smell great, yeah. yeah but she looks... Activia. <laughs> you were feeling her look, dude. She, I think she's beautiful. She I really went, do. I think I always thought Jamie Lee Curtis uh, was good looking. Even I, in I've never, she's never been on my radar as like an exceptionally beautiful woman. I, yeah, I get that. But I, I like her talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I think she looks phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, I love that she's feeling her look in that moment too. I do like. I am a fan of curves. Yeah. And she had curves for days. I love that she looks at herself and she gives that confident smile and it's the first time in the whole movie that maybe she's felt like, fuck yeah, I'm bringing it right now. And then she sort of stumbles. I love it. She's walking to the, she's walking to the door and shows the comedy chops with like a Pratt fall with the heels and stuff. She's got great timing. Always. She's got. Always. Yeah, she's awesome. I, I remember her walking up to Dan Aykroyd in training place. Come on, baby. Just a taste. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> she's so good. Was she wearing like the? Was she like in a blonde wig, sort of playing like it, a no, a like hick? a like a big like Annie, little orphan Annie, like curly red. It wig. It was the curly red wig. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby, just a taste. Come on, I just need a little taste of it. <laughs> so good. She enters the suite. What was she calling? What was? Ackroyd's character's name. She kept calling him Louie because his name is Louis. Louis, yeah. come on, Louis. Louis. <laughs> and then motioning with those like Edward scissor hands, like press on nails. Smoking. Yeah. So Jamie Lee enters the suite, realizes she still has on her wedding ring, switches it to a different finger yeah, uh, on her right, right hand, right. and turns the diamond inward. Uh, in the room, we see Harry sitting in a chair cloaked in darkness, and he plays the Frenchman voice that we heard earlier at Omega, and it's like he's recorded instructions to deliver to her in a different voice. Do you think it would, would that work? Would it sound like it was coming from a man's mouth who's in the room off a tape recorder? <sighs> Maybe Omega has a really high fidelity okay. playback. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I also thought that whole room is lit very blue, like cool right. color yeah. light. It just yeah. seemed cold. In the yeah, room. very, very much so. Yeah, okay. Um, she introduces herself as Michelle, <laughs> and standing like a total spaz. <laughs> She's uh, trying to strike her best, like, hooker pose. Right, exactly. Yeah. She <laughs> does not look comfortable. She's instructed to take off her dress and dance. And yeah. she breaks out these, like, weird, like, side, like, thumbs to the side disco we were watching, moves. We were watching that the other day, and you, would like, just started busting out laughing when she busted out those moves, man. It's just, like, <laughs> it's terrible. The recording it tells is her, awful. Make it's it so se- awkward. Make it sexier. Do you think, I would think Harry scripted the what yeah. the Frenchman would say, so did he know that her initial attempt at dancing was going to be shit? Probably. <laughs> or regardless, like, whatever she was going to do, he was going to tell her, whatever. Like, even if it had been, like, super raunchy, he would have been like, make it sexy. Somehow, like, there was, like, this slow jam music playing. Uh-huh. And then it just sort of ended abruptly and started with a sexier, like, I don't know, fast type song. Maybe he has his own Navy department too. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, if anything, yes, yeah. I can see that. So she, she definitely starts off a little stiff, but gets into it and totally knocks Harry's socks off. Dude, Jamie Lee is all I can say. Like, yeah. fuck. 12 to 13 year old Kevin was a big fan of what he was seeing. 38 year old John <laughs> is a massive fan of what Her, he's seeing. Yeah. She's, Tone. She's so in amazing you were, shape. You were telling the story that like she was like she trained essentially for this part, and that like she worked closely with James Cameron. Like he worked with her, so she'd feel comfortable. Was I telling you this? Yeah, I don't remember telling you any of this. Yeah, when Recently? when we were watching the movie. Oh, <laughs> to do what? To for the dance to feeling scene? comfortable about the dancing. Uh, I don't remember a thing of that. Yeah, I was so drunk. Yeah, I honestly, I, so. I, I was so drunk. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I was yeah. bullshitting so you. So she no, she was like super, like not concerned, but like knew that this was like coming up and something she was gonna have to do. And so I'll he tell worked, you, she had moves. He worked with her so that she felt comfortable and I, like you. I'd work supported with her. Through, you, know, you would have worked with her too. I would have. Well, she's Mrs. Christopher Guest, or uh, rather, he's Mr. Jamie Lee Curtis. That's a, a little bit of an odd couple. But I love it. It's yeah. so great. I mean, good for him. You want to talk about punching above your weight? Yeah, big time. Uh, I love that she's pole dancing on the four poster and then the fall. I read that they practiced the fall, but that <laughs> Arnold didn't know about it. I read the same. So yeah. he, when he He's pops up, up as if to help, like that was 
Arnold being a stand-up guy, I think, like more so than actual a concern. Yeah. It totally works for the scene. And then him, like, covering his eyes, that's so funny because she just pops right up. Like I, She did a super sexy move, like a finger in her mouth or something, and he drops the tape recorder. And I did read that that, he, that was accidental, but that they thought it was... Like so well, she good puts that the they fingers that because the the little electrode thing that she's supposed right. to put near she the phone, the bug. and she picks it up and like puts it in her mouth. Oh, I'm a fan of that move. Yeah, the instruct the French instructions tell her to lay on the bed and close her eyes. She protests, but Harry well, yeah, because it seems like wait a second, this is not just watching. Right. Yeah. Uh, he plays the instruction again, and she complies. He takes a long stem rose and traces it over her face and, like, down her cleavage. The music has changed again to, like, a really slow sax right. solo. He kisses her, and she pulls him away and, like, smashes him in the face with the room's phone. <laughs> like, do you why? blame her? I don't, I, I don't understand why he would do that. Go like, to make he, a move? Was he going to, like, well, reveal himself to her? Well, she was going to open her eyes and see that it was him. Yeah, yeah, That's yes, a huge yes. gamble. Was he then going to be like, I'm yes. a spy, and I yes. guess. You yes. think so? A hundred percent. This was the night he was going to tell her what who he really was. Yeah, this was not the way to do that. <laughs> well, he should have verbalized this, it before. This kissing was her. not the way to do that. <laughs> yeah, but yes, yeah, I she, think she hits a hundred percent. Yes, this yeah. was his. Yeah, yeah. The, the the like this was the transformation. This was like yeah, he was uh, going to say, "Honey, I love you. I'm actually a spy. I'm so sorry that you've ever felt neglected." If anything. It would make me feel you have used me and made me do Aww. this thing to show to like tell me some information that's also traumatic. Like, why wouldn't you just sit me down at the uh-huh. table and tell me like an honest I human being? I think they were in his mind. They were about to have the best sex that they've ever had. You made me terrified. You made me feel I'm threatened. True. She, and then you brought me to a place and made me strip dance. She was being a, sexually assaulted by a stranger in that moment. Right. This is not the way to tell your wife a secret. The best laid plans, mice and men. <laughs> <laughs> you put the mice in a maze. Uh, oh, sure. Anyway, she hits him again and pulls her dress back on. And as she's going to leave, she comes back and plants the bug on the bedside table. At that least, was actually she, funny. I like that she, like, in her mind... I gotta finish the mission. The mission is still succeeding; is still an option. Right. Harry calls out to her in his voice, and she stops. She's like, "The fuck!" And then, right. bang! Just like that, terrorists burst in and abduct them. Harry's telling them to leave Helen out of it. Helen, thinking she's the spy, is telling them to leave Harry out of it. This is so funny. It's a great moment of mistaken identity all the way around. Well, it's like that trope that I mentioned before on our Point Break sessions. Yeah, where. If you get your main character who's been being deceptive or, or lying to someone this whole time, you got to have that moment where yeah. they're attempting to come clean before they get found out. Right. So that you're like, okay, well, he's not such a bad guy because he was trying to tell the truth. I'm trying to tell you that I'm cheating on you. He's lied you to find her. Out. He's lied to her for 15 to 20 years. Right. But the fact that he was going to come clean in this moment before she found out, it makes it all okay. Right. And it's at that moment that the movie lurches sharply back into, like, action territory with Sprinkles. Right, right. Um, So, first thing, big question. How did the terrorists find them there? They were being followed the whole time. You think someone followed Harry? Had to have been. Okay. I'll go with that. The other question, this is, so now that the, whatever, the loop has been closed on the Bill Paxton Simon storyline. Right, which is a shame. That entire storyline 
serve two purposes. Right. To get the tracker in her purse. Right. And I guess to, to make him realize to make him realize that she was unhappy in the marriage. It, it was yeah. I'm, but it was thirty wanna, minutes of screen time. I want to go back and watch La Totale because I'm sure that that's the whole plot of the movie is just that this skeezy more about guy. The marriage. It's more about the marriage. Okay. And so now that's why it's like this movie feels like a couple of different movies, and that's why also I feel like like Tom Arnold's comedic presence in this movie is so vital too yeah. because it keeps the movie feeling like a comedy. Throughout, and because you know Arnold's very funny in this as well, everyone's got their bits and their gags and stuff like that. But then when it lurches into <laughs> comedy territory, you know Paxton's driving it, and it's all about patching up the marriage and yeah. revealing the human side. And then all of a sudden, we're back in like Actionville, like yeah. almost one hundred percent. This is definitely like a hard turn in the story, like a hard right, you know. Way turn to go, James Cameron. Yeah. We're back to our, oh, wait, there's a whole terrorist plot. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those guys. Warheads. <laughs> right. There's, there are multiple nuclear warheads on our U.S. soil. It's, we think. it's fantastic. Yeah, we think. So what's going to happen next? Um, if you want to know, you're going to have to just come back next week, buddy boy. Because <laughs> be I'm here. not telling you now. <laughs> I'll, I'm in. And we're not telling any of you, you bastards. <laughs> much, like, much like a movie hacker. I'm in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to know, you'll have to tune in in a week's time. That's right. We'll be back. 